0: Hello, and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. As always, I'm so happy you have decided to join me again this week. And I am really, really excited because this week we're going to do something a little different. Instead of me doing a solo episode, And instead of me inviting another creative business owner, I'm actually going to be interviewing my husband, Ty DeLong. And before he gets on, the reason why I'm having him on this specific month, which is April, you know, tax season, financial season for a lot of creative business owners. One is, of course, I truly love and I respect my husband so much, and he has been at the front row of watching me and my business journey. And he has helped me out in so many ways. He may not always understand what I'm doing, but he loves me and supports me. And it's always a good reminder for me. Like he's, he always has my back. To our financial journey was made possible thanks to his brain and his focus. And so every time he has been asked in the past to share our financial journey with others. Let's just say that even Dave Ramsey's main website featured my husband's blog post about our financial journey. So it's pretty incredible. I will of course link it in the show notes And then, of course, he has a very succinct way of talking, so he will get to the point, all right? You all know me. I am very long-winded, but with my husband, we're going to kind of balance this conversation out, but we are just going to get straight to the heart of why it's important to be smart with your money, especially as a creative small business owner. So that was a huge introduction, but I wanted to introduce my husband, Ty DeLong, with you guys.
1: Hey everybody, this is uh, Ty. I am Dolly's husband of uh, five years, almost six, mm-hmm. and uh, really excited to talk to you today uh, because finances are something that's kind of close to my heart. I'm kind of a nerd, and so, <laughs> and so I actually <laughs> like like talking about all this stuff, and we'll probably get into some of this, but I I had a spreadsheet I was using to track everything like for 10 years before I met Dolly, so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh we've united our forces here uh since we got married and I think it's been a good a good team effort <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> well thank you Ty um, I know it's so weird I'm, I'm thanking my husband for being here but like it's a little weird I'm saying that because yes you might be thinking okay well don't you two live together so why is it hard to get on the same schedule well let me tell you why it's because we have a little monster in our house who's a toddler and it was, it's really hard to be on the same schedule, especially with a toddler who is really struggling with his sleep schedule. And on top of that, at the beginning of the year, when we were supposed to record this episode, we both got COVID. So things just did <laughs> not go as planned at the beginning of the year. But right now we're feeling so much better, thank God. And so we are recording this. And it's especially coming out at the perfect time of year because I know a lot of us have money on the brain. We all have money on the brain because of tax season. And so I just want to like set a tone of encouragement for a lot of my listeners. And I also wanted to share my own financial journey with you guys because again, it's very vulnerable, but I, I like being as real as possible. Okay. So Ty and I are both here. We know that Blaze is Well, he might be sleeping. We don't know, but he's safe in his room. So now that we're both here, I wanted to just open up the floor to Ty. And I'm going to ask you a really broad question, Ty. And you're you're kind of prepared for this, but who knows? I might throw a curveball at you. I know that we both grew up in very different homes. So when we were getting ready to get married... I still wonder this, like, how in the world did you prepare yourself mentally to marry me? Well, for so many reasons, but one, because you knew coming in that I had literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt. And strike two, I had a geriatric cat as well.
1: Yeah, that geriatric cat was actually a very expensive cat (laughs) at the same time. So that was uh, actually kind of made the financial situation even a little more trickier than it would have been otherwise that prescription food and stuff. Um, I still remember. So I knew, you know, we dated for about a year before we got married. And I knew early on that you had a lot of student loan debt, but you would, you wouldn't tell me how much (laughs) for a long time. And that was, you know, appropriate probably. But I remember when you finally told me, I was like, okay, um, it's a pretty big number. But, you know, we both have jobs. I had just bought our, our first house and the mortgage was very affordable way back then in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. But, um, so, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, like I'm an analytical, I'm a nerd. I've been, you know, a numbers kind of person my whole life. And so I heard the number and I immediately, of course, went home or, uh, later that day started Googling stuff and and kind of running some numbers and saying, okay, well, um, here's how much we can probably afford to pay each month. Here's basically how long, like it's a problem to be solved is, is the way I looked at it. And like, you know, is it better to not have that problem? Yes, for, <laughs> for sure. Especially starting out. But a lot of people in that situation, and I mean, you can't, it's not like you can just ignore it or you could, I guess, but it's only going to cost you more and speak to your business. Uh, business owners, the opportunity cost <laughs> is is very high when you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars in interest every year so I knew we wanted to tackle it as soon as we could and as quickly as we could and I think I mean I can't remember way back then I think it was going to take us like six years mm-hmm. something like that so it was daunting but you know it's you can only control what you can control and so from day one of our marriage you know we, we kind of united our budget <laughs> to, together <laughs> under one spreadsheet and, and started tackling it
0: you all well Ty is sharing all this like Right before this interview began, like, of course, we're both together in the same room, but I was sharing with Ty, like, this is, I am very, very nervous about (laughs) this interview. And he was like, why? And it's just because, like, I, I know this is weird, but like, I really do look up to Ty. Like, if I say this out loud in front of him, he'll laugh at me, but he's like one of my heroes (laughs) because, (laughs) I mean it, I'm laughing. It's only because you're laughing, but seriously, Ty has- It's really opened up my eyes to seeing how to engage with money in a healthy way. And so I was just like, I've never been this nervous about talking about something that's so vulnerable, money business and then marriage. And so I can't believe I didn't make this disclaimer, but before like we dive in even more, I I do want to say that Ty and I are not financial advisors by any stretch of the matter. (laughs) We are not, but we're hoping that this can encourage any entrepreneurs who are single, who are married and who are working through debt as they are building out a business. And so just like, we're hoping like our story can help somebody a listener either now or in the future just like to gain more clarity and a little bit more control of your numbers so I just like thought I'd drop that little pin in there I guess like Ty I'm gonna go back to this question again like you shared like immediately when I finally shared that big number with you before we got married like if you can share concrete examples as far as systems go like put it out in a workflow (laughs) this this, this is a systems and workflow magic podcast what type of steps would you recommend to I mean you've been married to me for almost six years now you can see like how a creative business owner thinks like what type of steps would you recommend a creative minded person take to start tackling debt
1: yeah that's a can be a tricky question because, you know, of course, I'm not a business owner and I probably never will be. That's not, not not the kind of personality I have. I'm very risk averse, like to an extreme probably. But to that point, what we did and what I was doing before and we did together was, so I, I worked for Dave Ramsey doing web development for a few years in my beginning of my career. And that was very formative, formative for me because, of course, I learned all the stuff there about money management and getting rid of debt and all that stuff but you know people have varying opinions on it but i think not having a lot of debt is most people would agree is a good thing it doesn't weigh you down either personally or in your business so kind of the the paradigm i saw everything through even single and now you know married and to this day is you know when you get paid whether you pay yourself through your business you get your paycheck whatever it is you put that on the top line of a budget or a spreadsheet or whatever and you basically allocate all of that money out somewhere you have a plan for it because Otherwise, it's very easy to just spend when stuff comes up, spend when this comes up and get to the end of the month and, well, oh, there's nothing for savings or, oh, I can't pay extra toward this loan or I can't save up toward this goal or this equipment I want to buy or whatever it is. If you're not intentional with the money that comes in, it's just going to go, it's just going to flow out. It's like water. It goes the path of least resistance. It's going to go to Starbucks or whatever, you know, like <laughs> Target. <laughs> it's going to go to those places where it's just easy to spend money. And so what we do now still is we get paid. We put it at the top of the budget. We go, okay, we got big stuff like the mortgage, retirement savings.
0: Diapers.
1: Wow. (laughs) Less diapers now, thankfully. Uh, No cat food now, thankfully. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we got the big stuff. Of course, we got it. We know, okay, mortgage is this much, this much for savings for college, this much for food and gas and whatever. But if we have goals we're saving towards, so like we're saving for a big trip this summer, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to make sure we're intentionally setting aside that money so that August doesn't come and well, oh, well, I guess we can't take the trip or like we don't have enough to take the trip. So that's my biggest thing is just like to see money through the lens of you have to kind of give every dollar a name, is what Dave Ramsey would have said is when you get paid, know where that money is going to go. Don't look back and see where it went.
0: I just love you so much. (laughs) I'm just like listening and I'm just so grateful and thankful for your brain, Ty. It's helped me out a lot to just like to name every dollar and to know exactly where it's going. But it's been like, I'm going to be completely honest with the listeners. Like it was not a fast adjustment for me. It was actually a very, very slow adjustment. And I know Ty sometimes probably felt like I was in molasses because I did not, I just couldn't act out on that for my own business. That kind of like leads me to my next question with Ty. How, I guess in the past and then in the present, like how do you like being married to an entrepreneur?
1: As you hinted, (laughs) again, this doesn't come naturally to me. I think I told you this a long time ago, but at one point I was not real happy with my job. I was like, I'm going to start a side business. I was really into like helping people like fix their computers and stuff. (laughs) This is like 2011, okay? When that was like still a profitable venture. And so actually even like cell phones, I work in people's phones and stuff. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like start this business on the side where I'll like fix people's technology for them and they'll pay me and great. But I did not want to like put a bunch of money into this because I didn't want to lose that money. <laughs> and so I think like I felt terrible. Like I was like, oh man, I have to pay like 50 bucks to get a website. Like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. I don't know. Like, <laughs> cause I didn't want to like, didn't want to put that out there and then lose the $50 if it didn't pan out and shocker, it didn't pan out like <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm not like a business. Like I might have an idea here that I'm not going to actually pursue it or like invest or like plunge money into something because I just that's just not how I am. So uh, early on, especially the first couple of years when you're really getting the business off the ground, it was very hard for me to understand where the money was going. <laughs> I think it was kind of hard for you too, to be honest. Yeah, at times. it was.
0: Yeah, but
1: it was very hard for me to understand because I knew roughly what you would get paid for doing this photo shoot or that or this wedding. And I'm like, okay, like there was, you had $5,000 in revenue this month. Like wh- what happened to it? Where'd it yeah. go? <laughs> like, like, and then like, there, to be blunt, like there were months and you know, stretches of months, sometimes even like maybe up to a year where you didn't actually pay yourself. Like all the money went back into the business hundred percent. And like, you basically were not getting paid for your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially once Blaze came along and like, we're both having to sacrifice a little more. You know, I'm with him all weekend and, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it was really hard to, to juggle that because I'm or to justify that because I'm like, she could be making more working, you know, at a coffee shop or something that, she, <laughs> that she's making on this business, which is nothing because she wasn't paying herself. You know, I'm sure you go into the reasons for that. Yeah. But yeah, that was very hard for me to understand. I don't have like uh, a business investment uh, mentality in that way. And so we had a lot of really hard conversations, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like for over the course of a year or two. And I think we're in a much better place now because, you know, every month you you know where the money's going, you know, exactly, you know, within a margin, like, okay, I can probably pay us this much each month and even kind of forecasting that out a little bit and making sure it's not all just like peaks and valleys, like flattening it out some. So I'm yeah, like at this point, now that we actually, or you actually know, kind of like what's coming, what's going, you've streamlined a lot of stuff and maybe even cut back some expenses like yeah like it's it's great (laughs) that (laughs) that you can work whenever you need to work and not be stuck to some schedule at a coffee shop because that's not ideal of course Mm -hmm. um but still do what you love and you know actually get paid for it now
0: I mean, for those of you who are listening and we're just laughing nervously, but it in all honesty, it was like I would say several years of hard conversations and ty who who is married to a very sensitive creative minded person, that's me, you guys. I am the sensitive person, like I felt like he would have to tiptoe around that money conversation with me when i was bringing in money and i didn't know where it was going or how much i was going to contribute because i didn't feel like i could pay myself or i just wasn't watching where it was going because the temptation for a, a lot of business owners like didn't go, i didn't go to business school so i had money in the bank and so i wanted to buy the new and next shiny object that would help my Photography business at the time I was just a photographer and now I am a family and branding photographer and also a Dubsado and systems educator. But back then it was solely photography and yeah, it was like what the phrase you said Ty, like water, which is like going out like water. There was no purpose in it, and so yeah, it was it was causing a strain on us. I guess like the turning point for me was summer of 2021 when i like met up with a profit first coach because i realized like how my money relationship in the business was negatively affecting you and blaze and i just couldn't take it anymore And so after this episode, if you haven't listened to episode 20, I encourage you to listen to episode 20. I interviewed my Profit First coach, Kelly Mathis, and she is the one that helped me see the power, more of the power of profit first and paying myself. Even if I get paid $10, I need to pay myself. And so that is when, for me, that is when it started clicking.
1: Yeah, I I remember around that time because I think – there were some times where you you were gone for, like you'd done some work stuff, which is understandable, but even like paid a lot of money for some work stuff and been gone for quite a while. And I'm here with Wrangling Blaze for <laughs> days at a time. And I'm like, where, like, what are we, like, what are we getting out of this? Like, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think, you know, certainly since that point, you know, I remember you talking about it and, and kind of, I was intrigued. I was like, okay, like, it sounds like, this sounds like a good philosophy to me because this is exactly what I struggled with as your husband is you're working 20 40 sometimes more hours a week and at the end of the month literally not getting paid not paying yourself i'm like it's it's like like you would not you wouldn't work any other job like that you know Mm -hmm. even if you loved it like that much time and like late nights and weekends like you wouldn't work like that for free anywhere else but you're you're like the worst boss you've ever had i was
0: (laughs) i was the worst boss
1: (laughs) worst and best
0: nervous about where to begin with tracking the expenses and income of your creative business or side hustle it's time to stop being intimidated by the numbers of your business and it's time to take control of your finances with my free income and expenses report template you can have a simple system and solution in tracking the expenses and income of your business this template comes with an easy to follow tutorial video just in case you're new at using a Google Excel spreadsheet. And this is the same spreadsheet I used to use when I first started tracking my own income and expenses as an early business owner before I hired up my first accountant. So your easy to use expense and income tracking template can be found in the show notes of today's episode. It's time to step into the CEO role of your business by learning how to better streamline and automate the numbers behind your business. Because knowing the numbers behind your business, that's actually fun. of the turning point for me it was June 2021 and I don't want you to hear this and hear me say like I have it all figured out I'm a millionaire now and we're so happy (laughs) but but the thing is like I just want to stress it's so important to know your numbers as you grow your business get help to get clarity especially like clarity to name every single dollar of your business. For me, it's helped me see like how Ty and I have gotten out of my debt. I'm going to say my debt. And then it's helped me have more clarity to build more traction and invest in a profit first coach. And then now I am currently going through Shanna Skidmore's financial blueprint where I'm learning how to build out a profitable business in a really realistic way, not like shiny object syndrome way, like it's giving me real traction. So this has been a longer process and a longer journey for me. And I'm sure Ty is like, I could have told you all this from day one. And he, he's right. He probably did tell me this from day one, but I am one of those learners where it takes me a while to let things sink in and then things start clicking
1: yeah and i guess from my again, outside perspective you know like it feels to me like you're more in control of the business than before because you see what's happening so like you're able to plan so much better so like for example you're planning to take the entire month of august off mm-hmm. for this big trip we're taking and that wouldn't be possible if you well number one didn't have all your other systems that have like <laughs> automated and like you know get ready to go and planning stuff out scheduling content and all that like, it wouldn't be possible without those things, but also, like, just financially. Like, I mean, if you're paying for all of these subscription services and you don't, you know, at the end of the year, you just pay the big bill that comes, you don't think about it. You could be in the red very easily if you didn't know, okay, that bill is going to come due November 2nd and it's going to be $630. Like, you got to have that money or else, you know, you're in the red. Being in control of just the financial overview of the business from that standpoint does free you up to take time off if you want to, but also to, like, kind of steer the ship and like, no, okay. Like I've got some pretty consistent income over here. What if I add some here? Like, can I pursue this thing? But I feel like if you're just kind of always, I, I would phrase it as like kind of spinning your wheels. Like you might have money coming in, but if it's all just going back out, like, I mean, yes, that's technically a business, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm not a business person, but I've worked for several businesses of course. And there's definitely a heavy focus on revenue, which is important. You got to have money coming in. I, Even in those other businesses I've worked for, there's not always a heavy focus on where's the money going. And so I think that's the part that like, I don't, I, (laughs) I am not a business person. I would want to know exactly where the money's going. (laughs) So I would know like, how can we like optimize the profits or whatever? So yes, it's good to have revenue, but I think it's equally important to know where's the money going so you can plan ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Ty. We're going to wrap up because our goal is to keep it under 30 minutes and not to talk on and on about money and i i'm like still nervous because ty is here with me we're talking about (laughs) very vulnerable things like money and marriage and um and business but again i just want to like tie it back in to like if you have the ability to invest in a profit first coach or some sort of coach who's going to guide you through understanding how to use money for your business Please invest in them or find a mentor who is going to help you have clarity in your business. Because my goal of this business is to help bring clarity with systems and workflows. And also like my other goal, like personal life is to have a sustainable business. And that means sustainable financially as well. So anyways, Ty, do you have anything else to say?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're not to the point where you can uh, invest in a financial, like, professional like that uh maybe go download that spreadsheet from your shop (laughs) I (laughs) say that I say that because I helped Dolly develop the (laughs) spreadsheet
0: oh yeah like that is our selfish plug for my creative bookkeeping template so if you are just starting out with wanting to like track your numbers of your business see what your overhead costs are for the whole year and just like where all your money is coming in like putting that name to the dollar. Well, Ty actually created this spreadsheet for me several years ago and I put it in my shop and now it's one of my number one bestsellers in my systems and workflow shop. So check it out. The link will be in the show notes. I love that Ty just like inserted it. It's awesome. I love that so much. (laughs) That's it. Another thing is, There will also be um, resources and links in the show notes. So if you have any additional questions, head on over there. I try to make sure you have. Ample resources to use. So, anyways, thank you all so much for listening. Shoot me a DM and let me know how, like, listening to this, how this was helpful and impactful to you, and just like where you are in your business journey when it comes to numbers. And I just love hearing other people's financial journey. It's always encouraging to me. So, I hope this was encouraging to you, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. And thank you again, Ty, for coming.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Love you, Ty. Love
1: you, too.
0: <laughs> workflow magic.